I'm speaking from the heart, coach. Speaking <laughs> from the heart. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. So, Miss Fee, we're going to begin uh, by the very first question of me asking you. Um, Well, let's get started with this, guys. So, everybody, welcome to the Transform Transform. Ah. Everybody, welcome to the Transform Your Body, Transform Your Life show. We have here Miss Vernetta Tucker. Miss Vernetta Tucker, can you say hello? Hello. Hi, everyone. She's very excited to go ahead and hop on this podcast. I believe that she chatted us up in the WhatsApp group chat to talk to to give us a recommendation for why she has a unique perspective on, say, fitness and lifestyle transformation. <clears throat> and so I want to begin with asking you, Miss V, um, what would you say is your unique perspective on, say, transforming your fitness and transforming your life? What what would be your unique perspective? Well, when you say unique, you mean something different. And my unique perspective on this whole gym is wellness and mm -hmm. that's not unique, but I think it's unique to each person and individual. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. So my uniqueness is being consistent because you know, you on and off throughout your life. And now I'm to the perspective of working out and my obligation to the gym is more to expand my life. Mm. I'm I'm past 50 years old mm -hmm. and it's not about looking good. That's a perspective of it, which is all good, but it's more about sustaining and maintaining mm -hmm. because you can look good on the outside, but what's going on on the inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then so that, makes, that makes me then want to ask you when you say, I like the words you chose, which is, you want to expand your life as a woman in her fifties, who of course, you know, is working out to feel aesthetically better and to feel more comfortable in her clothes and all that stuff. Um, what exactly do you mean by expand your life? That's an interesting choice of words. Because after 50 <laughs> and this is reality, you're closer to death than you are life. Hmm. Okay, so when you start to get in your 60s and your 70s, you know, your body's older, your bones are older, your frame is different, mm -hmm. your sculpture is different, especially when, you know, us as women, we're always concerned of how we look. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some women take it to the extreme of getting surgeries and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a natural person. Mm -hmm. I feel that we should be able to do things naturally without having to go and get surgery and literally transform my body behind a knife or mm -hmm. any surgical procedure of that sort. Mm -hmm. uh, Haven Gym has allowed me to be able to work out on a natural level and being past the age of 50 of being able to deal with these other diseases and ailments such as high blood pressure, mm -hmm. diabetes. And uh, one ailment that I experienced was a sciatic nerve problem mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I started with the gym. I remember, yeah. And being a participant and being consistent, I don't have that issue anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, watching your numbers, it's important that you go to the doctor on a regular because early detention helps you. And then when you go to the gym, all of these are a part of your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And that is a part of the uniqueness because when you get past 50, it's not about looking good. Mm 
Mm-hmm. It's about incorporating this as a part of your lifestyle. Like you get up in the morning and you brush your teeth so that you do, your breath is not smelling bad. Mm, it's okay. the same thing. It's mm. the same thing with the gym, incorporating it in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It has to be a part of your lifestyle. And that's what I've learned throughout my years of being a participant in the gym. This has to be a part of your lifestyle. Okay. If you want to, as I mentioned, expand your life. Because when you get to a certain age, your bones, everything gets old. Mm-hmm. So you have to maintain that. And I think that it's 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 important that we discuss this because um, I mentioned you have a unique perspective. And you said that every individual has their own unique individual way of, say, relating to this uh, lifestyle journey. Me, for example, I'm in my I'm in my, my 20s, right? I'm a young male in my 20s. So my perspective is very different than, say, a Miss V's, which is in her 50s. And she's yeah. trying to combat against sciatic nerve compression, uh, disease and things of that nature. So then... Since I can't really speak, um, I can speak as a third party, but not so much as um, I can't relate as well as you can. Um, say there's a woman out there, right? And she's in your shoes. She's um, in her 50s as well. And perhaps she's suffering from some sort of nerve disorder, some sort of muscular pains, um, some sort of health issues. What would you, And she wants to get, she wants to avoid that pain she wants to avoid an earlier onset of disease an earlier onset of death an earlier onset of a of a reduced quality of life what would you tell her what would you advise or counsel her with so that to encourage her to to take to take on this journey well my encouragement to anyone when you start or your journey of health is one, another important part is diet, what we eat. And that's a main source because what you put into your system causes a reaction. Mm-hmm. And my encouragement to people is, you know, you're going through pain. I always encourage and uplift Haven Gym to everyone um, to lose weight, uh, the lift weight, the lift, the weight lifting um, and how it has enhance my life. So I use myself as an example and as an encouragement to others and share my experiences because it's real life. Mm. And for yourself, when you use yourself as a model, they often say that the best way to inspire change into somebody is not by teaching them or say um, wagging your finger, but it's through modeling and through showing through living example the way that it's affected you. So how exactly has, uh, say, training and eating better, how has that impacted your life specifically? It has impacted my life because I was able to maintain. Maintenance is important. Losing the weight is easy. Mm-hmm. It's the maintenance. And that was the challenge that I had. One thing that um, when you spoke with Coach Greg, that a light bulb went into my head Mm -hmm. when he mentioned that, you know, he was this small frame guy and he just kept being consistent with the weightlifting and he was able to buff up. But now he's to the point where he feels it's easy, but it's still challenging because of the consistency. Mm. Consistency is important. Um, And throughout my life, I'm going to be honest. I've never liked the gym. 
but I know it's important because it's a part of the health maintenance, expanding your life, a -hmm. part of your lifestyle. So coming to Haven Gym has allowed me and giving me the excitement being that I don't like working out. I've learned a lot and I've seen how my body has literally sculpturally changed, Mm -hmm. which is a motivation. So I use that. People see my before and after. So that's an encouragement that for me and that I use and when I speak with others and recommend the gym to them because it's it's very important. It's, it's an important part of your lifestyle, especially as you get older. Incorporate something. And it doesn't have to be lifting weights. It could be walking. It could be riding a bike. Whatever fits you and try to have a balance. That's important, too, with the maintenance. Uh, They recommend three times a week. Sometimes that's a challenge. But try to do something. Something is better than nothing. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You keep mentioning this idea of maintenance. And to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but mentioning Coach Greg, mentioning how you've been able to sustain over time. To me, it sounds like you're saying the pain or the discomfort of because you wake up early right you come here uh, for anybody who doesn't know you that's a challenge yes yeah it's challenging for anybody to wake up you know five in the morning and make it to the 6 a.m classes and you know wake up while you're still groggy and get into the gym and move something <laughs> that's difficult it's challenging but i think and i'm pretty i'm pretty confident this correct me if i'm wrong but i think in in some of your own personal private meditation um, and reflection you've thought to yourself well would I prefer the pain of, say, waking up early and going to the gym or would I prefer the pain of laying in bed and being bedridden and not being able to use my body and feeling horrible and feeling miserable? Like, would you say that's about right? Like, that's a motivating factor for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So then say again, like, let's say you have... um. Your, you have like a special loved one and a person um, who's asking you for guidance and counsel. And you mentioned this idea of maintaining. Um, what do you think would be something for them to consider so that they can go ahead and wake up, whether it's early in the morning or to come in after work? What do you think would be key in your own personal experience to get them you know, off of their butt to take care of themselves? Well, their own evaluation. I mean, Yes. You asked the question, would you rather get up in pain and try to make it to the gym to make your lifestyle easier and comfortable? Or you just want to lay there and feel sorry for yourself? Mm-hmm. Self-pity. Mm-hmm. A lifestyle. If you want to be active and you know what it is that you need to do, then let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get together and let's do it. Because you can do it. And I often say as a coach, like part of our coach's job is to make it remove all the obstacles towards success. So we try our best to make the workouts fun. They're enjoyable. You have friends that you make here. You have a great coach. All those things are important because obviously if you have a coach who isn't attentive, if you're in an environment where you don't like the training style, you're not, it's going to make it much more harder to stick with. Um, uh, and, And that's, and that's appropriate to say, but as much as we might eliminate all the obstacles, as much as we might want to make you as comfortable and as happy and as welcome as we can, 
our job only goes so far. It also does rest on the client for them to realize I, that my coaches still don't eliminate the reality of I have to put in the effort. Right. You know, and and I think once a client can make that realization, I think you've made that privately, but also other people, you know, they at some point in their journeys, they realize, well, I would much rather face the discomfort of waking up early and going to the gym than being bedridden sometime in the near future. Okay. And so with that being said, then, Ms. V, is your... My next question is this, because for anybody who's listening on it, anybody in the gym, they've seen your photos. They're like amazed by the transformations you made. You know, anybody who trains with you, they're amazed by the things that um that you do and how much weight you lift and how well you do it. But given that you've come to this place where you're leaner, you're more sculpted, you have a higher quality of life, right? Um, and you feel so much more happier. Um, what's motivating you to keep on going? Like, I know maintenance is a big thing. But what else is in there that's like propelling you to like, hey, I want to do more weight. Hey, I want to see how far I can go. What else would you say is motivating you? Haven Gym. At the gym, you it's a part of your family. And that's what I really love about what I do and what motivates me and gets me up in the morning. You know, sometimes we need a little push. And as a team... <clears throat> I'll use an example, Yachty. She's very encouraging. And I tell her all the time, keep with the Texas. It's not overwhelming. When I come in in the morning and Coach Greg greets us with a smile and we get to working out, at the end of the week, I feel good. When I go to work in the morning after my workout, I'm energized. I feel good. Mm -hmm. I like how I feel. I'm not going with looks. It's internal with me. Mm -hmm. I feel good. When I go to the doctor and my cholesterol is not over the top, when my uh, sugars are at the limit and they're, and I'm not uh, pre-diabetic and I see the difference, these are the things that motivate me because this is, again, expanding my life. Mm -hmm. So it's these things that are critical for me and anyone as you get older. When you're young, it's good, you look good and you, you feel good, but as you get older, you still wanna be able to be able to maintain your body and mm -hmm. keep it sculptured. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's the point that I am in my life. Because eventually, I mean, let's face it, coach, the older you get, your bones get older. Mm -hmm. You still wanna be able to do and you may not be able to do. I pray that that doesn't happen, to each individual, but as I am able to do, I'm still motivated. And it's it's resources. You know, some gyms you go to, you may feel uncomfortable because everybody is buff and you're looking at your body. But here at, at Haven Gym, we don't feel like that. Everyone comes in, no matter what size, we all come in to work out and feel a part of, and you guys do a great job as we feeling as family here. And that that is a big motivation for me as well, especially as I mentioned before. I don't like coming to the gym. Mm -hmm. I really don't. So some of these things help me out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They They really do. And, you know, I had a conversation with Perla. You know Perla. She's in the WhatsApp chat, and she's always motivating everybody. And yes. Yes, yes, uh, Ms. Perla. And I had a conversation with her about a week ago. She was on last week's episode. And 
the title of the episode was Beyond the Scale. And the reason I named wow. it mm-hmm. was because, well, in a similar vein to what we're discussing today, yes, aesthetics is important. Yes, um, we we want to look better. We want to feel better in our clothes. And those are all great things. You're obviously very satisfied that you sculpted and all those things. Um, but she related something to me, which was she lost a hundred pounds and she was fairly, wow. yeah, Good yeah, yeah. She, she lost a hundred pounds and she was proud of that. And we were both proud of that. But Absolutely. She, mm-hmm, but she told me, coach, I did it in a way that was a, too aggressive and I ended up starving myself and, and feeling not as happy as I could have been. So I'm, I don't regret having lost the weight, but I do have a concern in the future for maintaining my weight loss but in a healthy way and why is that because again you would think that losing 100 pounds you would feel amazing and elated and she was happy about that but what does it really mean when the scale is moving in the direction that you like but you feel weak and you feel hungry all the time and you get migraines and you don't feel strong and you don't feel capable and competent you have all these joint pains and all these uh these aches in your body what does losing 20 pounds mean to us if we don't a look the way that we want to or b we don't feel the way that we want to and so that's why i also want to have you on today's episode because although we're not necessarily talking about beyond the scale we're talking about expanding your life and i think fitness has to do a lot more also with not just looking better and feeling better well not just looking better but living a life where you don't feel say constricted caved in in chain because your body doesn't allow you to and i think that's what we've been discussing so far like am i making sense or do you agree yes you are you are you are i i have a word for that go for it i I didn't i didn't want to cut you off Mm -hmm. but you saying that because one thing that you did say that i'm still working on and i think i've mentioned it to you that sometimes i feel hungry And we talked about that. And I mentioned this early on that you have to find balance. Mm. Okay. Balance with your food, your diet, balance with your wellness and your working out, balance with you keeping up with your doctor's appointments to see what's going on with your body because blood work tells a lot. You have to be able to balance all of this. Mm -hmm. And in reference to the young lady, I can I can't identify with her in the fact of the amount of pounds that she lost. But one thing that you did say that sparked when she says going through some medical issues. Mm -hmm. And this is where the balance comes in. Make sure that you stay on top of your doctor's appointments. Make sure that you get blood work done, not once a year, maybe three times a year. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, let's face it, we may go on an eating binge. Okay, this is where moderation comes in with your diet. Don't stop eating your favorite foods, but moderate it. Don't abuse it. Have a certain time in the month. Well, if shrimp or seafood or shellfish escalates your cholesterol levels, then don't eat it often. Pick a certain time of the month. Maybe I eat it once a month. Get your blood levels checked frequently. So you know what's going on inside your body, because when you have early detection, it also helps with being able to find out what's wrong. So I encourage people that, you know, balance is important. 
with your wellness and your healthness, wellness and health with your life. And that's super important that you mentioned the word balance. And I think I want to emphasize that because a lot of times people will think that, oh, if I do get on this fitness journey, then I have to train seven days a week for two hours, one and a half hours of running, right. another half hour lifting weights. I can never, ever, ever touch a grain of rice or, you know, a glass of wine. Um, and people and people tend to we tend to think and without fault, because we, you know, we're, we're all we're all saying we, we 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 have different ways of life. You know, we're lawyers, accountants, construction workers. Uh, we're not all personal trainers and nutritionists. Right. Like we. So it makes sense that we don't necessarily have this uh, knowledge. However, it, the responsibility still falls on us to learn these things. But the point that I'm trying to make, Ms. V, is that it doesn't have to be this way. We've talked often about how you can still have your favorite foods. And I encourage you to have it because what would a life without it be? I don't think it'd be that right. very enjoyable. But you're also not going to go overboard and say have the foods that wouldn't be the wisest to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then I think, say, I think a great note for us to go ahead and wrap all of this up and summarize everything so far. I think some of the key words we talked about was expansion and balance. Miss V, what do you personally tell yourself? What goes through, you know, your head in between your ears when you wake up at five in the morning and it's a little chilly and you feel a little sore and you know you're a little, you got a you got a big day in front of you at work. <laughs> what do you tell yourself to to to, to bring your to bring your butt to the, into the gym? If well, you don't mind sharing all, that with us, the 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 weather's changing. Okay, and this is my type of weather that I like to snuggle, and I don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning to Who come does? to the gym. Who does? <laughs> okay, but at the same time, uh, Monday. When I wake up and my alarm clock goes off at 4.45, I'm saying to myself, I give myself, okay, five minutes. It says, nope, you got to do this. You have to do this. This is to better help you. It's to start your day off. As a matter of fact, it's to start your week off. Okay? So in perspective, to clear your mind, to help you to think, to stay focused, and to keep that balance, all those things run through my mind when I get up in the morning. And that's what gets me on the fast track to get up and get myself to that gym. And then when I walk in, I see Coach Greg's face and he's like, good morning, good morning. <laughs> we get started. And that's that's just how it starts. That's just how it starts, Coach. Miss we I think I think that was a wonderful way for us to go ahead and end this episode. I think that was a wonderful piece of advice you give yourself. And I think if anybody listening in on this can go ahead and when they wake up and they feel like they want to snuggle, they can just be their best friend, their best guardian, their best counsel and tell themselves, you have to do this. Do this for you. You have to do it. You it's can. for you. Mm -hmm. You can do it. If we can all do that, then I think that we will all live a happier, healthier uh, much more fulfilled, expansive, and balanced life. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. So with that being said, uh, Ms. V, you can go ahead and sign off and say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, and have a blessed day. Thanks, Coach. I really appreciate it. This you was good.
You got it, Ms. V. This was super fun. I love having this conversation with you. And um, if you're listening to this on your morning commute or your afternoon commute, depending on where you are in the world, uh, good morning and good night.